Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast. I'm Jess. Tracy's here today. And we're talking uh, about controlling your belly. (laughs) And what does that mean? Well, we know that a lot of you uh, are that have concerns about the presentation of your belly, right? And there are many different aspects that we are going to talk about So we are going to start a three-part series around this concept of controlling your belly. We know it's a body part that is challenging for many of us, and there are reasons. We want to talk about the science behind things that you can actually do to help control your belly, and we are recognizing that here we are at the end of April, beginning of May, looking towards the summer. And what happens with that? Well, we are wearing less clothing, right? And being in positions where we're going to put on the swimsuit. And so we thought, gosh, this could be a timely conversation for us to have um, around controlling your belly. And like I said, controlling your belly from the science-based perspective that we always want to offer you. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the time of year that... um, well, people have, people fell off their new year's resolution diet goals, but now as mm-hmm. the, t- the, <laughs> the temperatures are heating up, um, the diets are kicking back in and that's this time of year. And so we want to yeah. speak to that of, you know, of course we all want to feel good in those summer clothes and feel confident at the pool and the beach. And that belly definitely plays into that, but we are not your people to tell you a specific diet. Um, we are not count your macros, count your calories kind of people. But what we are are coaches who understand how food serves our body and what it does for our bodies and how it can help our bodies perform, but also how our bodies can look because we do know that that's, that's an important component. We all want to look good. Um, but the truth is that 95% of people that go on a diet gain all the weight back plus additional pounds within several months to a year. And so we are, we want to speak to this lifestyle piece of it's not just one way because the problem with not setting it up as a lifestyle piece is it doesn't take into account of social endeavors of going to someone else's house who might eat different than you of going out to dinner at a restaurant of going on vacation. It doesn't take into account those lifestyle changes. And so when you're pigeonholed into this is how I have to eat, it's very conflicting and it can make you either not want to go be social and do things because then you're going to break your diet or it can make you resentful of that piece which in turn, you're not going to keep it. And so what we want to share with you is just some real science stuff of how food affects our bodies and what kind of lifestyle so that you get to actually be in the power seat 
of how you eat, what you eat to be able to control your weight, to control your, your belly bloating and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love the, again, we're always advocating, um, for some, for your health to be long-term for it to be sustainable, for it to become automated, hardwired. That's what we're talking about. This brain science piece um, and so this is what we're going to be offering as a means to control your belly. And we're not going to be talking about doing sit-ups and crunches and, uh, and the crazy restrictive diet so that you can look a particular way this summer. And if that serves you and, you, and that's how you've had success before and, and that aligns with you, then that's awesome. But we're not your girls. Um, we always want to talk about source-based solutions. And so today we are going to talk about, um, what you eat, the food that you eat, how, how that affects, uh, your belly and what you can do to help control that belly by what you eat. So if you followed us for any period of time or poked around in our Facebook community, you know, that we are advocates for what's called the fab Four lifestyle and that lifestyle eating lifestyle was designed, um, by a, a health coach, by the name of Kelly Levesque, who has written two books. The first one was Body Love, and the second book was Body Love Every Day. She also has a podcast. Um, dang it, I don't know what the, I can't think of the, do you know what the title of it is? I don't remember. I don't remember. But Ke Kelly Levesque. So she is, again, she's a, a science bait, science nerd, um, who was looking at all the diets that were out there and um, and basically looked at why they weren't good for people's bodies and biochemistries and through the science of it all um, and what she had been trained in doing came up with this fab four lifestyle. And since then she's, you know, a highly um, uh, sought out af uh, after health coach and has worked with again, many, many, many high profile people, but the science behind the fab four lifestyle is controlling blood sugar. And that is what our human bodies function on is blood sugar. And that's the fuel that every cell needs for it to carry out its function. So every cell, every tissue, every organ system, that's how our body functions. And so food is a fuel source for us. As humans, food, food is also um, an um, emotional and social connection source. But we're going to talk about the um, the physical fuel source, uh, behind this fab four. And so eating to control your blood sugar so that you don't have high rises and then low falls. And then basically you're on a blood sugar roller coaster, which can create a host of, if that's done repeatedly over time, it starts to create a number of issues in our bodies. And one of them, belly fat, belly bloat, digestive issues, um, general inflammation where our body all over is just holding fluid. Um, and so, um, yeah, Trace, tell us a little bit about like fab four. We keep saying fab four, fab four, fab four. What the heck is fab four? Hold on. I can't hear you. Sorry. You guys, <laughs> I have a, I have a kid home sick sick kid. today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was muted, but yeah. here we are. I'm back. Um, you're the one that introduced me to Fab Four. Um, but you know what? When you were talking, I started thinking about um, before I even knew this concept of Fab Four. 
and, and I'm talking, this is years ago before I knew anything. Um, I stopped eating cereal for breakfast because I recognized how cereal made me feel like garbage. And every time I eat cereal, I was hungry in an hour and I would just eat more and I would feel kind of sluggish throughout the day. And so now, like when I look back and I think about that, and I know that there are some better cereals than others, but cereal is going to be very high in the, the carb base right? So like it's, it's higher, it's going to be higher in the, in the carb camp, which means your blood sugar is going to be higher. Um, and so this fab four is making sure that we're balancing those spikes because how many of you have eaten that quick, you know, that quick fix meal, that quick snack, and, you know, just to curb your hunger and you're hungry within an hour only to find that you end up munching more. And the reason is because a lot of these quick things, and, and honestly, it's a lot of the processed foods that we have, they're so carb-based and they, in, they spike our insulin so much, leaving us with these high highs and low lows, which makes you feel like you're hungry. And so I love this concept of balancing it because now we're going to get the carbs but we're going to add to it the fiber, the fat and the protein mm-hmm. and the, well, it's the, it's the dark leafy greens. Right. Um, but that's, yep. that's also, that's also a carb source. So also looking at like, what is our carb source, but I love this concept because it gives you so much ability to like mix and match foods and choose and freedom to not feel like I have to eat chicken breast and broccoli all day, every day kind of thing. And so now you can, you can mix and match and you can have this freedom and you stay full. You've got less belly, punchy, bloaty yuckness. You feel better. You have more energy. And so you can adapt and shift for your needs. And you can do this at a restaurant even if you're like, you know what, I, I like how I feel when I honor this, this way that I eat. Now you can do it at a restaurant. You can do it at a party and choose how you eat and what you eat. And I think it makes a big difference in just your overall energy, your belly, your fat, because when we're balancing the, the insulin, when we're balancing that blood sugar, it's going to affect the absorption of fat. It's going to affect how our body metabolizes things. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if you missed what the fab four is, the four main food pillars that in an ideal world, if you were willing to subscribe to an eating, this eating lifestyle, you are creating meals that include a lean protein, a healthy fat, fiber, and my low battery sign, um, fiber and, uh, carbohydrates. But like Tracy was talking about, there are, there's a wide range of carbohydrates and the carbohydrates that we want to try and incorporate more frequently as part of this fab four combination are in the form of veg and leafy greens and dark colored veg. And so for a lot of us, including me, when I started subscribing to this lifestyle and trying to implement it, um, the whole veg department, I totally sucked at, 
And, yeah. And to think about having like for breakfast, like freaking leafy greens, ew, or any kind of veg, like the, I'm, I'm not an omelet person, which would be very natural to be able to include that in. So it, it was, it took time to acclimate to like, okay, how am I going to get the, these, this kind of veg, this kind of carb into my meals? And so it, it is a process to figuring it out, but I will tell you what, when I started eating in this combination, I definitely, my energy was much more even keel. My body felt completely fueled for three to four hours at a time, probably three hours. It depended on the meal. But um, if I got busy, I would realize sometimes it was four or five hours. And I'm like, what the heck, you know? So <laughs> it's not designed to sustain you that long because our body needs fuel again to keep all systems running. Um, and di our digestion is between a three and a four hour process. So by the time our one meal is getting close to being digested, we're needing another, um, another meal for fuel. So anyway, this, this eating lifestyle, it's so like Tracy said, it's so realistic, uh, because it allows you, you know, Tracy, her, her lean protein is more in the, the red meat department, right? She chooses red meat and that's a protein source for her. And for me, I can't do as much red meat because it's just harder on my digestive system. And so I, I use a lot of chicken, um, chicken breast and lean ground Turkey. So it gives you the flexibility, right. To pick and choose what, what lean protein source are you going to use? Or we use protein powder for our smoothies and for our oatmeal bowls. So the, the ability to have some, um, wiggle room and variety and how we create our meals is one way that helps this lifestyle actually be sustainable because it gives you freedom. It doesn't pigeon you whole mm -hmm. into, you can and can't have this and that, right? And that's another thing that Kelly, as she designed this, she's talking about the ideal food sources within these four food groups. Yeah, there are a lot of other um, foods that would be in these food groups, but they are less than optimal when we're looking at setting our body up for stabilizing our blood sugar at its very best and therefore setting up every cell, every tissue, uh, every organ system, uh, up for best success. It's within these, these food choices that are more optimal. When you eat that in balance, that's where the gold is struck because it stabilizes how your body breaks down your food. Then therefore the carbohydrates release blood sugar and then how your body uptakes it. And it is in perfect harmony of how our bodies are designed to function as opposed to a lot of our diets are including like Tracy was talking about quick carbs, processed carbs, um, starchy carbs, and those are quick fuel sources. And then, but they really raise uh, our blood sugars. And then what happens after that, it curves off and it dives down. And then what does our body crave? Oh my gosh, the brain signals to the body. Holy cow, blood sugar starting to fall. We need some more food. And the food that we're often looking for in that instance is more carbohydrate, the starchier, the quick carbohydrate. And then we get on the roller coaster and then we mm -hmm. wonder why our energy is all over the place. And then we're looking for caffeine in the middle of the afternoon. And by the end of the day, we're freaking exhausted. And then our joints start aching and then our belly's all bloated. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Yeah. I, I love, I, I love the freedom in this. And 
Um, it's funny. You talked about me liking my, I like my beef. Um, as I started becoming friends with more healthy people, I felt this pull that I was supposed to eat ground turkey and chicken breast. Two things that I hate. I hate them. <laughs> and I felt like so compelled of like, well, these healthy people are eating this and they make me feel like garbage and I don't enjoy them, but they're healthy. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to eat these. Right. Mm -hmm. And this gave me the freedom to understand that I can eat in a way that my body feels good. And maybe it's, maybe it's my body. Maybe it's my blood type. I don't totally know all of that, but I do know how my body feels. And so what is it for you of what is your protein source that you like? And, and I think this also gives you the, the choice of if you don't do meat even, or if you just do mm -hmm. fish or you've got, or maybe you do eggs, there's a way that you can fit in what aligns with you. I think that's the yep. biggest thing. It's like, what aligns yep. with you? Are you a meat person? Are you no meat person? How can you balance your protein, your fiber, your fat, and your carbs, your leafy greens, so that you can sustain yourself so that you can stay lean, stay less bloated, feel better, feel more energized and, and, you know, even build muscle. And, and yeah. like you said, like the inflammation and the achy joints thing, I think that's huge of have, has anyone ever thought about like, how do your joints feel after a certain meal or the next morning after you ate just garbage pay attention to that and see, okay, hang on. I am inflamed. I am feeling really stiff and achy. And when you eat in, in such a way that balances this, your inflammation goes down. You just feel freaking better. And we can, you know, we could go for days about a lot of this stuff, but I think yeah. about that, you know, the, the, the low fat diet craze of uh -huh. like, Fat makes you fat and stay away from fat. And, and we've become accustomed and programmed, I think, to, to almost be afraid of fat. And when understanding like fat actually is a important tool for you and fat actually helps with the absorption of some of these nutrients. Yep. And we, we look at, you know, the person who orders the salad at the restaurant and doesn't touch the salad dressing because mm, that's too much fat. And okay, maybe the restaurant is giving a little too much sometimes, or it's a heavy, thick, you know, processed ranch, but is it an olive oil vinaigrette kind of thing that actually adding that into the salad is actually going to help that salad be more successful for your body? and actually allow the nutrition, all those good nutrients in those veggies to actually be uptaked better. Uptaked? Yep. I don't think that's yeah. a word, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uptake <laughs> is a word. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, but fat helps to slow digestion and yes. it also curbs cravings. And so I think what, you know, that whole again, around this getting healthy piece and how we think it needs to be done and, oh, a diet, I need a diet which is very limited and structured. And so when we have a, when we're introduced to a lifestyle like this, where it has a lot of freedom in it, woo, we're not used to like all the potential choices and right. Like, is this going to be okay? And then we have to lose some of those lies 
that we've maybe subscribed to around, well, stay away from fat. Well, there's a spectrum of fat, people. This, this lifestyle is based on the optimal food choices in these food groups. We're not talking about, you know, the grease off of your bacon and using that for every meal. And I know they used to do that in the olden days and they had the lard <laughs> next to the stove. And, okay, and those people survived really well, but their environments were not nearly as crazy and polluted and, you know, like all the things that are just different in our, um, in our society right now. But so losing some of those lies, those attachments that we've gotten to like, well, how do we, how are we healthy? How do we eat healthy? And, and so, yeah, I think Tracy brings up a, a great point about, um, you know, um, not singling out an ingredient. And, and again, it also encourages us to diversify how we've been eating to make sure that it's well-rounded because that balance of these four ingredients is again, where you strike gold and helping your body function at its best. And when it functions at its best, you digest your food better. Um, you have less bloating. Um, you, again, we talked about less in like global body inflammation. And sometimes that inflammation, because certain foods, if they're introduced to your body over and over and over, it creates this inflammatory process in our body, which oftentimes are the processed foods and the, um, the more, um, the starchier foods and, you know, just the, you know, sugary stuff, like, you, you know, all this stuff, like, oh, I shouldn't have soda. And, but sometimes it's even the quote unquote, healthier things. Everyone's biochemistry is a little bit different, but that can correlate with body inflammation. And so this lifestyle really does make it, it gives freedom to adapt because my biochemistry is different than Tracy's. The food that she eats that makes her feel good doesn't always, you know, I don't, I choose not to because it doesn't make my body feel good. And so we kind of have to lose the story around, oh, it's a, you know, a structured diet plan and it's got to be this way in order for me to have results. I got to stay away from fat in order to have results. You know, oh, I can't have bread and I can't have sugar. That's not what this is about. Eating in a food yeah. that this, this balance, the majority of the time is going to set you up for less cravings and you're going to make better food choices over time. Again, Tracy and I are about this journey, right? Our company name is Be Journey Strong. We're in it for the long haul. It's the little choices that compound over time that set your body up for success. We're talking about eating lifestyle, but we talk it about exercise as well. So totally. yeah. I think this is just, there's just so much freedom in this. And I think it takes away the stigma of the good food versus the bad food, eat this, don't yeah. eat this, where we're not going to tell you to never eat the, the pancake or the bread or the dessert. Yes. There's a point where we know, again, we know how these things make our, us, us feel. We know what certain, you know, the, the white processed bread versus, you know, a heartier bread. Yeah, we know that, but giving yourself that freedom to kind of pick and choose versus this is good or bad. And if there's a day that you know that you're going to have that dessert at the end of the meal, because it's, there's some sort of celebratory thing, that's your opportunity to plan how you eat before that dessert accordingly so that your blood sugars are a little bit more stabilized. So then you actually, it actually helps you when you go to eat the cake because it doesn't, it doesn't cause this massive spike. Okay. So yeah. if you're eating your meal in a way that you're, you're a little bit more stabilized and balanced, 
then you eat the cake and you're actually satisfied and you don't want to just yep. keep going back for seconds and thirds of the cake. How many people have ever gone to an event and, or, you know, you know that you have a party tonight and you're like, I'm not going to eat all day because I know, <laughs> I know what's going to be at that party and I'm going to just gorge out instead. Can you say, I'm going to eat it in a way that's going to balance my blood sugars. That's going to feel good on my body. So then I can, I can have that treat. I can have that thing at the end of the meal and I can feel good about it instead of guilty about it. Cause we are not about guilt in the way that we eat. We know that certain foods make us feel better or worse, but we also know that life is real and life happens and, and food should also be fun and enjoyable. And so this gives you the ability to adapt and choose and make it fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we, you know, addressing this physical aspect of eating, right? We, we want to control our bellies, right? We, we want our bellies to look a little flatter. We don't want to walk around like we're six months pregnant or feeling like we're six months pregnant. We're going to be wearing a swimsuit, like all of these things. And we want to help you lose some of the lies that you might've been attached to of, Whoa, crap, how do I have to get ready for that? You know, go on this diet and I got to exercise like a crazy kook and you know, all of these things. And one way that we're offering in this control your belly series is talking about what you eat. And it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It has freedom within it, but it's based on four food pillars um, that have a diversity of options that are optimal. When you eat in that combination, it sets your body up for success because it helps to stabilize your blood sugars. So they're more of an even roll versus high highs and low lows. And when we eat in such a way where we are repetitive to repetitively on high highs and low lows, then the host of issues starts happening in our bodies, which includes the belly bloat and the inflammation and we're holding fluid around it or just extra belly fat. Um, and so again, advocating for this lifestyle because it is sustainable and it's realistic. Uh, and it addresses that physical part of helping our body function at optimal But when we're talking about our body um, functioning, we're talking about how our brain thinks, how our brain feels, and then biochemically it sets us up. And so how do we, you know, what is the next food that we're going to eat? Because if we're on a high, high, the next food that we're going to have is just a base of carbs, right? And it's, you're not going to be starving for, oh, I think I need some protein fiber and some leafy greens. No, you're going to want the quick (laughs) source of carbs. So this lifestyle helps set you up for the food Um, you know, eating in a healthier way, the majority of the time, as well as the side benefit of, again, controlling your belly, how it functions inside, but also how it looks on the outside. So how I started with Fab Four is I started with a morning smoothie and I was anti-smoothie. Tracy's always been a smoothie girl. Um, A lot of my, my healthy friends are smoothie people And I just never was the healthier, or I mean, I never was the smoothie person because I'm like, I need to chew my food. (laughs) And so, but I did a little personal like challenge. And for one week I said, I'm going to do this fab four combo for a smoothie in the morning. And I was seriously blown away. Like I said, just from, you know, swallowing my food and not chewing it, it was, you know, that was a shift for me. Right. But how it made my body feel from an energy standpoint, how long it was before I was hungry again, actual stomach hunger, and also my brain function, it's focus, it's energy, it's productivity. 
And so if you guys are listening to this today and you're like, ah, this fab four business, I don't know. It's just something else for me to learn. Um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely worth looking into and learning. And maybe you start with just a one week challenge with a smoothie in the morning challenge because and you, one, yeah. and one meal. Yeah. Yep. Like don't, don't think breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I got to do it perfectly on every single meal because yeah. that's going to be overwhelming. So we want you yeah. to be successful. So find one meal that you legitimately feel like you can be successful in. I think the smoothie is easy. I know we have a client who she was like, don't you dare give me any smoothie recipes because they just trigger this gag reflex to her. So yeah. we, we helped her come up with other alternatives for her breakfast and that's fine. So right. find what works for you because ultimately it's about your success, but piecing together, looking at these combinations of how can I balance this and start my day to help my energy, help my focus and all the things you will be blown away. Yeah. And it's not going to feel like you have to add one more thing and buy all these extra groceries either. Yeah. And one last piece about the whole, yeah, we're getting ready for summer. Right. And so we think diet and we think maybe, a, you know, a different exercise routine. And so this is not a diet. It is a lifestyle. We are talking about learning this, implementing this and investing in this over the long haul, because it's going to serve you at, at your best in all aspects of your health. Um, and so if you want to get started, we actually have a recipe booklet that we can put in the downloads um, that you can take a look at. And, you know, maybe you start with the smoothie thing. Um, we also have a link to Kelly's um, body love book that we can um, drop in the show notes as well for you. So that if you're like, Hey, I want to know more about this. Um, I, I love the book, but I'm a science geek. And I, I mean, as I, I pulled my book out for this, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to read this again, just to review. Cause I love how the human body works. Yeah. Um, but man, um, this sets us up for, for best success in our bodies, but also how our bodies look. And as again, we're talking about controlling your belly, um, what you eat can really make a difference on how your body, how your belly feels and how it looks. So mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Awesome guys. All yep. right. Thanks for joining us today. And we'll be here next week. We're going to dig in a little bit more on this belly and how we feel and our approaching into our summer without the guilt, without the restriction, without the willpower. So yeah. we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.